0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Group. Void for prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Radio.
1: So, you want to be a hero. Here are some ways to get the job. Hunt down that killer shark. Or run into a burning house to save a kitten. Luckily, there's an easier way to become a hero. Call 911 if you see someone experiencing the symptoms of stroke, sudden weakness on one side, or trouble speaking, walking, or seeing. Stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. You'll be a real hero. A message from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke.
0: Every year, millions of Americans are exposed to a contagious virus. What is this virus? It's stigma stigma promotes an environment of shame
2: fear and silence
0: which prevents millions of people from seeking help
2: but there's good news
0: the national alliance on mental illness believes stigma towards mental illness is a hundred percent curable so do yourself and everyone a favor go to curestigma.org and
3: get tested for stigma
0: Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit CDC.gov.
3: Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're
0: Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo.
1: GOAT. G-O-A-T. Acronym stands for greatest of all time as in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner they're my fave dad you're the goat you don't have to speak
2: teen to be a perfect parent thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same visit
0: adoptuskids.org. brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services adopt us kids and the ad council wonder if you should get tested for colorectal cancer well it's the second leading cancer killer in the u.s so if you're 50 or older, it's time. Screening helps find precancerous polyps so they can be removed. Remove the polyp, prevent the cancer. Did you know there's more than one screening test? Talk to your doctor to find the one that's right for you. No more
2: excuses, because colorectal cancer screening really does save lives. A message from HHS and CDC's Screen for Life campaign. I see it all the time. They
1: leave early in the morning and come back very late. The curtains, they're always closed. And there's so many people living in that house. I know. They look scared all the time. It seems like he runs the show.
2: He's always talking for them. Seems friendly enough, though. I'm not even sure if it's
3: the same people I saw last week.
2: This doesn't make any sense.
1: We have to tell someone. We need to report this. Modern-day slavery is happening in our own backyard. Know the signs and join the Blue Campaign in the fight to end human trafficking. Call 1-866-347-2423 or go to www.dhs.gov slash bluecampaign for more information.
2: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the second half of Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys. I'm your host Joy Keys. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys. Also, check me out on Facebook Saturday mornings with Joy Keys and on Instagram Saturdays with Joy Keys. Thank you, thank you for all your support. Um, again, we're past a million downloads, and if you've missed any of the shows, you can check them out on Spotify. Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, as well as here at Blog Talk Radio. Um, I'm not sure. I think we're having a little scheduling issue with the surfers. They're probably out catching a wave, dude, okay? (laughs) But uh, we might have to reschedule unless this might be one of them here. Let me see. Let's see. Hello. Good morning. Is this Lou? Hi, Lou. Good
3: morning. This is Lou. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we had a a little 9-11 uh paddle out surf uh surf paddle out here in new york right here so i just got on my wetsuit just got out of the shower
2: <laughs> look at there, people a true surfer yeah definitely this is 9-11 and a lot of people have lost friends and family um or they were just there in the middle of new york i have friends who were in new york near the buildings when they were coming down telling me about the dust and everything so it it is um uh, even after all this time, well, it's, it's still very special. Yeah, it's very special here.
3: It's very it's very special here because uh, one of the one of the surfers uh, there's a guy here. His name is uh, Stephen Bell Stephen Bell's Belson. So Stephen Bell's Belson was a firefighter. So he was, you know, surfing beautiful waves on 9/11. So when he was in the water, mm. you could see the smoke coming from Jamaica Bay, right from the beach, and then he got out of the water, went there, and died. And there was another surfer who lived here. His name is Richie Allen. He was a firefighter. And he was just getting off his ship when the plane hit. He was coming home to Rockaway here to surf. And when the plane hit, mm. he stayed, went back, and died. So.
2: Wow. Wow. So uh, crazy stories like that, really. You know, um, the last person that was pulled out of the uh, World Trade Center was a woman. Her name was Janelle Guzman McMillan. She was under the wreckage for 27 hours. And so I want to, she's alive now, and she has a family, and she's doing well, but she was there for 27 hours, and um, so I just wanted to give a shout-out to Janiel Guzman McMillan on 9-11 and what she went through. Uh, but today, we're talking about some surf. Um, right now, I have on the line Lou Harris. Um, he was born in Queens and grew up in Big Hill, Long Island. He moved to Rockaway in 2006. And he's been teaching himself to surf, and now he teaches other young people to surf um, to help improve his community. So, Lou Harris, when was the first time you got on the waves, and did you fall or were you successful? <laughs>
3: oh, the first time I started surfing was uh, 15 years ago, and uh, yeah, and here in Rockaway, and um, I'm I'm happy because I had uh, knee surgery this time uh, last year, uh, and. Um, I surfed three days of this hurricane, so yeah, I'm very, I'm very proud of myself. You know, my daughter's out there with me. A lot of the kids in my program are out there with me, so yeah. So we're having, yeah, we're having a lot of fun.
2: Now, um, are there certain waves that are better than others? Is it the higher the wave? Is it the wider? How, how do you determine? Like, hey, let me jump on this one.
3: Well, you know, well, being a surfer, like you have to be like a meteorologist. You got to you know, check the, the swells. You got to check the, the, you know, the tides. You got to check um, the the rip currents and all, all that kind of stuff, you know, because like, you know, being a surfer, you have to know all that. You just can't say, okay, I'm going to go surf today. But that day you might surf, there might be crazy rip tides. That you know, that day you might surf, there might be a hurricane. That day you might surf, it might be flat with no waves. So you got to be on top of it. So like with me, I, I have an app that I use that puts me in touch with like, you know, the waves I know it five days in advance.
2: Wow, what's the name of the app that you're using?
3: I use uh, Surfline. So surfline.com, surfline, surfline rockaway. There's actually, actually three of them. One's called swellinfo.com. That's not too accurate. You have another one called Magic Seaweed, and then you have uh, Surfline.
2: Now, what's a riptide? Because, you know, us, us lay people don't know what a riptide is. And also, what is a swell?
3: <laughs> okay, a swell. Is big waves, big waves coming. That's when people are like, you know, wait for the swells to come. Or people would say, oh, the swell was bigger than predicted. And then, uh, a, a riptide, which I was, I show this to all my kids before they get in. And people don't know this, that 75% of youth drownings are African American kids because they don't know what these things are. So riptides pretty much are two bodies of water that merge together and then they form like a conveyor belt and it kind of sucks you out. Now with the experienced surfer, you could use that 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 riptide to get you out to the break where all the surfers are to the lineup and the lineup is when you paddle out to the to the wave and the lineup is where all the guys are where all your all your friends are the lineup so Mm
2: -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. wow now let's talk about the board Um, is a bigger wider board is it longer Uh, the curve of the board what makes the board special and you say (laughs) okay I need to buy this board this will help me surf better.
3: Well, you got know, to think of it this way, too. Like, one thing I tell the parents and I tell the kids when they want to go shopping for a board, you got to think of it this way. I like You know, so let's say this. Let's say uh, um, you have a small wave that day. You're going to use a big board. Let's say that you have a big wave that day. You're going to use a short board. So the bigger the wave, the shorter the board, the smaller the wave, the bigger the board. That's how it goes. Yeah, and then with me, like, you know, I, I like to have two or three. You know, because it, it might be a small day. You have a long board. It might be a big day. You need like, say, So, and, yeah, and, like, you know, and you call that a quiver. Like, when you have, like, two, three, four boards, it's called a quiver.
2: Mm. Now, what about competition? How would somebody start getting into competition? Do you talk to your kids about that? Is that the goal of the camp, or is the goal of the camp to try to just expand their minds and get them connected with the water? What's the What's the goal? Yeah.
3: No, no, no. The goal is to just, you know, get them in touch with the water uh, at a young age so they're comfortable. Also to eventually get them into contests. Like, we, we actually have a contest uh, tomorrow. Like, the guy I told you about who died, Richie Allen, ever since he died, mm-hmm. every September 11th to 12th, we have a, a contest in his name for the past 20 years. So, tomorrow we have a contest. Kids from Long Beach, kids from, you know, Rockaway here, and they're all going to rip, and I'm going to put my daughter in it tomorrow.
2: Wow. How old is your daughter? Eleven. When did she first get on the board?
3: When she was, I got her when She was seven. Yeah, she she's um she, she's my my wife's daughter. Yeah, she's my wife's daughter, but that's my daughter. So, but uh, but yeah. but I got her out there when she was uh when seven, and she couldn't swim. She still, she you know, we I taught her how to swim a little bit, but she was nervous about that. But she's she, she's one of my best surfers.
2: Get out of here. So now, do you have to know how to swim before you surf, or can you just start surfing and like kind of like paddle like a dog? No. <laughs> you you got to know how to swim, right?
3: You no, know, you don't have to know how to swim to, to surf. No, 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 no. Because the board's a flotation device. Okay.
2: Okay. I'll... Oh yeah, yeah. Now where where in the world have, are are there some of the best waves? Where's the best place to go surfing if you if you had your choice?
3: Uh, if I had my choice, the best, I would probably say uh, California, probably uh, San Onofre, because San Onofre has like a long left. And a left means that's the way that you go on your board. When you paddle and you paddle for the wave, you you know, you're going to turn your body left. And when I say a long left, uh, uh, California is notorious for these long, long, long waves. Like, like one of my friends, he's actually my new friend, but one of my friends that I met through Instagram, because he published an issue with my BSA kids uh, is the actor Jonah Hill, and Jonah Hill is like one of our okay. big supporters, and, and he surfs out in California, and he surfs this wave that is just never ending. I mean, here in Rockaway, you get on a wave that's over in, what, 30 seconds, if that, maybe 20 seconds, but in California, that wave is a good 60 to a minute, which is, yeah, and that's my dream to go, so...
2: Now, how about in places like Australia or, like, um, Asia, different countries, or Africa? Are there places out there that are good to surf, um, if you had a chance to?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. course. Australia, I I wouldn't do too much. There's a lot of sharks in that water, a lot, a lot of sharks. And um, Mm. Africa, of course. Um, I forgot the the, the 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 country there. I forgot which one it was, but the, um, the water is notoriously notoriously hot. It's like eighty eight degrees hot. The water so, and it's like you know, it's not that Ooh. big of a wave, but it's a long consistent wave. So. Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, how does somebody get connected with the camp? Where can they call you? Can they email you?
3: How can they get oh, connected no, they with you go.
2: and get kids?
3: Well, we have our website, but mostly uh instagram and like instagram i love it because it's free marketing so people they just go on that and they just yeah i mean and the instagram that's how i got a lot of my uh a lot of the stuff that i've done that's how i got on rolling stone that's how i got on today's show at al roker you know that's how i got in you know national geographic fox five nbc all through instagram if they'll they'll message you through there and it's funny too because five years ago when i started the say you know, CNN, BET, all these companies that, you know, are are hugging me down now, I was begging for them. And now it's funny because now the shoe's on the other foot. So it's a beautiful thing.
2: That's crazy. So tell us about some of these phrases, um, uh, uh, like some cool, cool phrases for surfers to say like that to each other, you know, like code, code language you guys have.
3: Cold Ring, um... It's not too really, because that sounds kind of nerdy. <laughs> yeah, we don't really see ah, that. I mean, you'll see that movie. What about, like, yeah, in,
2: pull in, kick out? Do, do you have any of that um, thing people say Oh, other? well, I'll
3: say, like, oh, like, um... Like, I'll say something like, uh, outside, outside, outside because there's a big wave coming. Or I'll say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh watch out for this because like there's certain people that i'll know that can't surf and i know i told my kids stay away from them because <laughs> they're going to hurt you or they're going to oh they're going to break your board so so my kids just you know and i have seven-year-olds out there and the eight-year-olds out, that are saying that they're, they're saying the same stuff that i say so and you got to watch out what you say and how you say it you got to keep it professional and very kid-friendly because you know kids brains are like sponges they soak everything up they do everything you do so
2: yeah yeah now what about backwash do you, do you know that phrase and backside what, what of those course things yeah,
3: mean? yeah yeah backwash is just that heavy heavy uh drainage that water that comes it's like that you know that 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 whitewash that uh yeah, it's yeah it's 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 pretty notorious it's kind of like where all the riptides are right in there. And that's the kind of thing that you want to stay away from. And one of my students kept saying, he's like, Listen, we should get, we should paddle out over there. Cause this backwash here is insane. And I'm like, dude, you like to use so many words. here. Yes, just stop talking. <laughs> that's <what's concerned.
2: laughs> Oh my gosh. Now, um, talk, can also people donate? Is that on Instagram or is there like a,
3: uh, go, uh, no, What, no, what kind have of a website place, set up. Where can
2: they send money? Okay.
3: Uh, we have a website set up with PayPal, but right now there's a problem with the link. I keep getting people hitting me up. I had somebody early before I said, how do I donate? There's a problem with the link, and I, I didn't contact PayPal. But right now uh, what people have been doing is they've just been bringing checks to the beach. That's what they do. They bring checks to the beach, and we have a BSA <laughs> account. And then I just take the beach. I mean, I mean, I mean, take the checks and put it in the account. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because we had like- this one kid. And, you know, he's like, um, you know, he's a a white kid. Uh, But, again, it doesn't matter what color you are. I mean, any kid's welcome to BSA. But this kid was rich. So when his parents were dropping, come bringing him, they were bringing him in a Porsche SUV. They brought him once in a BMW. And I'm like, oh, man. I was like, you know, I said, this really isn't for kids like that who got money. You know, and then I was really going to say something, but I didn't say anything. And guess what? Two days later, the father gave me a $500 check donation out of nowhere. Think? So I was like, wow. And, you know, and, and, and yeah, and cause, you know, cause you get a lot of parents in my program who, you know, whose, whose kids have been in my program, you know, who you we know, you know for free, you know, and I give yeah. out free surfboards with, you know, we, we give out free sneakers, stuff like that. So a lot of these kids, parents, who, kids who've gotten tons of stuff, they never did that. And this guy, mm. you know, who I was thinking, wow, this kid's rich. I don't think it's just for him because they can afford it, but. He he showed me, he showed me, I called my mother that night. I'm like, mommy, guess what? This guy here, his kid didn't get nothing free from me, but guess what? The father gave me $500, and the father pulled me aside. He said, you know what, Mr. Lou, you're teaching my kid something I can't teach him, you know? So it was beautiful.
2: You never know, like you never know in life where your blessings are going to come from, you know? And it could be the least, uh, you know, least expected place that a blessing comes from. What is the feeling that you have when you're surfing, Lou? What what do you think about... uh, You know, do you dream about surfing and certain moves? What's your spirituality connection with with the surfing and the waves?
3: Oh, no, it's definitely um, therapeutic. It's definitely when you're in the water. Like today, you know, we've had uh, three hurricane days of Hurricane Larry. So, you know, we had a couple of the young kids in the water, and I was telling the kids, you know, because they're out there chatting and laughing and talking, and I told them, I said, listen, this is a hurricane wave. So we got to be serious out here. You know, we, we got to take this serious. You know, like um, when my little brother died of an aggressive cancer a few years ago, it killed him in five, five weeks. And, you know,
2: mm.
3: he, died in, he died in Arizona. So my mother and father, they um, watched him die out there and yeah. I couldn't yeah. go out there. I, w- I had a job. I couldn't get time off my bro. So anyway, so the only thing that helped me was in the water. And that's one thing about when you're in the water, when you're in the water, you know, there's no drama. There's no child support. There's no, I'm back on, I'm back on my rent. There's no, I just broke up with guys. You know, you forget all that. When you're in the water. When you're mm-hmm. in the water, you know what? Mm-hmm. It's just you and them waves and you got to think about your safety out there. When you're out of the water, it's back to reality. Now you're like, oh, shit, I owe $200 in rent. Oh, my God. He just goes yeah. over you, so you're back to reality. you get out of the water, so, yeah.
2: Now, I just want to tell the the audience, in the 1940s, uh, during Jim Crow era, uh, in Santa Monica, there was the Inkwell Beach, and uh, one of the first African-American surfers, his name was Nick, uh, I think, Gabaldon. Or Gabaldon. Baldwin. Do you know that? Yeah. Gabaldon? No, Gabaldon, think, um, yep. And... And um, do you teach your kids about the history of African-Americans or people of color in surfing,
3: or is it just about the physicality of surfing? Mm-hmm. No, we teach them about that kind of stuff, too, because, you know, people always ask me about, you know, and that's one thing I did here in Rockaway. I'm the one that, you know, bridged that gap with the with the black surfing scene. And then one thing I tell kids, you know, about Nick Galadon is Nick Galadon, they didn't want him surfing in Malibu. You know, that was a white mm-hmm. beach. So Nick Gavaldon, who had this surf... 40 miles on his board. I think it was 40. I forgot, but it was a long distance to go surf Inkwell because they said, they, they said, we, we don't want your kind here. Why do you go surf Inkwell where all the colors are? And that's why they call it Inkwell because it's black, black ink. Yeah. So they said, that's why you know, it. that's what they call Inkwell. So that's why all your colors belong over there. So he would paddle, mm. like I said, 40 miles to go surf that wave.
2: Do you think it's better now? Are people more receptive now? Or people still having issue of don't be on this side of the beach, don't come here. No, um, no, you guys don't no, know
3: what you're not, doing. no. No, I know, no, no. But that's changed. And not to mention, mm-hmm. I'm Lou Harris at the BSA. Nobody gives me no problems here. Nobody, never. <laughs> yeah. 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 You never. yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone sees you. Yeah. yeah, they don't want no problems with me.
2: <laughs> so you like the BMOC, the big man on campus, and nobody's bothering you. Um, I I was reading well, about also Rhonda. Too. Go ahead. No, go ahead.
3: I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you no go. Go I was ahead. reading yeah. about
2: Rhonda. Um, she she's uh in Africa right now and they were having really bad weather over there and she told me that their internet was in and out. So I'm I'm sure she wishes she could be calling in now, but one of the things I did read about her was that her um, nephews they were getting stopped all the time and people wanted to take pictures like a circus act with them because they had never seen black people, you know, in surf suits. So, um Yeah. I think it Let's is still so, yeah. so happening depending on where you are. But what were you going to say earlier, um, Lou?
3: Oh, no, no, no. I, no, I was just going to say, you know, um, you know, a lot of kids, you know, it's, it's, it's just like, you know, Venus and Serena Williams. You know, they're from Compton, mm. California. You know, they're from the right. land of gangs and drugs and violence, and their father gave the opportunity. And the opportunity was, hey, listen, I know where we live, and he got them up every morning at four o'clock in the morning to take them to tennis lessons at seven a.m. to Nick Ball Tennis Academy, and that's what he did. It's all about the opportunity, and that's what we're doing right now. And 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 that's also too what what Rhonda's doing. Rhonda's out in Senegal. She she she's given those kids something that they've never seen before. She's given those kids yeah. curly clothes. You know, she's she's going above and beyond you know, in this, in this, in this, uh, surfing industry. And I got to say, you know, my hat's off to Rhonda. I wish she could have been here for the phone call. But again, and don't, you know, and don't think that she is just blowing smoke and she's missing this say. No, she, we've been, she, she and I talk at least twice a week. No, we've, we've been talking back and forth too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's the internet. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, so, but, but again, she's done such amazing things. For the for the for the uh, girls of color and this you know POC and um, and things like that and not to mention you know she and, and she's an inspiration to me you know you know I get some ideas from her which is a beautiful thing so yeah so I mean I see why you, you'd want her on this call tonight but she's she's just an amazing soul and and um, again like I said she she's given opportunity to people that don't do that I mean and that's I mean and you know she she's she's one of God's angels you know she is.
2: Now, what about age? You talk about young people, but what if I'm 50 or I'm 60 or I'm 70? Can I, can I, is it too late for me? Can I, can I learn how to surf? Or is my body not going to be as agile or flexible as a 15-year-old or something? It's
3: going to be a little hard if you're 60 or 70, but I would say, you know what, why not give it a shot? I'm not going to you know discourage you, but yeah, definitely, yeah, you can get out there.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now, how are you, mm-hmm. um, what's your relationship with, like, the national uh, surfing, like, organizations do they help you or, or help you with sponsorship or anything like that um getting into contests do they oversee no, what you're doing no, no. or are you not connected
3: No no I I take care of everything myself I like to be hands on I don't like to have too many people too many hands in my cookie jar you know I like to do my own <laughs> thing and and right. no sir, no listen yeah no that's why listening like Tyler Perry yo, you keep you, that's why he's so direct that's why Tyler Perry mm-hmm. is so oversees everything yeah. because you get that one two people that come in and they yeah so mess up everything but um if you ever if you ever want to come out to rockaway you're more than welcome to come out to surf
2: and what time do people get up to go surfing in rockaway
3: oh i'm up every morning well I, well i work out on the beach to do push ups and get ready but um i'm up every morning and most surfers we all it's called dawn patrol it's dawn patrol is a term which means that you're up at the crack of dawn and you're checking those waves and then that's what I do. So you're like out there, there at five thirty
2: like five o'clock? Five thirty?
3: Okay. No, I'm at five forty five. Five forty five.
2: Five forty five. And that is that when when is the um camp or when when do the kids come out? After
3: school or what eight 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 thirty no, eight they come in the morning. So during this summer they, come, oh, they the morning, come in the morning. Eight thirty, eight forty five. Okay. And now 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 the kids are back to school. Now we do it on the weekends.
2: Okay, on the weekends. Well, thank you so yeah. much, Lou, for coming on today. I think it's been really informative. And people, again, yeah. the words "black" and "surfer," they they probably've never don't even miss. seen in their lifetime or, 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 or heard of. <laughs> like I tell <laughs> people, like I tell people
3: all the, like I tell people all the time. You know, they always say the same thing. You know, that they're like, "Yo, know, black people, I don't see black people." You know, and it's like this, you know, it's like it's it's like seeing a Chinese girl with a big butt. That's something that you don't see. You know what I'm saying? Like when you see a black server, oh, you see it. And that's the kind of thing. When you see that Chinese girl with a big butt, you're like, oh, I remember that. And it's like seeing a black server. Oh, I remember that. That's something that like you don't forget, you know? So. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: But it's Okay. It's, it's but thank you for having
3: everybody. me on. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. Thank
2: you so much. Good luck with everything, um, Lou. Thank you again.
3: Okay. Thank you so much.
2: Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Just got off the phone with Lou Harris over at the Black Surfer Association East Coast. He's in Rockaway. Um, you want to check him out on Instagram. He's helping a lot of kids out there, but he still needs more help. Um, he's, he's paying for things himself with surfboards and sneakers, uh, but always more is better. So he can bring more kids into the fold, so to speak, and teach them about surfing. And he did say if you're 50 or 60, you could stop by Rockaway around uh 5 o'clock, five, well, he said 5.45 in the morning. He's out there uh, getting himself together to serve, so check him out. Thank you again for listening to the show. You can follow me on Twitter at Joy Keys. Also, check me out on Facebook, Saturday Mornings with Joy Keys, and on Instagram, Saturdays with Joy Keys. And you guys know I do giveaways, so that's why you want to follow. Last week I gave away book. You know, maybe I'll give away a gift card. Now people are getting back to shows. You never know. So you want to follow on the social media. And on Facebook, we have a group. So I would suggest joining the group. The page is okay, but, you know, these algorithms, they do. The the group, you can get the announcements faster. So join the group and uh, see what's happening uh, with the show. And I hope you guys have a great weekend, and thank you again for all your support.
3: Emergency medical unit, respond to 102
2: Maple Avenue, possible stroke victim.
1: When stroke occurs, you have 60 minutes to win or lose the race of your life. There are new treatments, but you must get to a hospital fast. If you suddenly feel weakness on one side, have trouble speaking, walking, or seeing, it could be a stroke. Call 911. Get to a hospital. Because how you spend the next 60 minutes could determine how you spend the rest of your life. Stroke. Know the signs. Act in time.